0: From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing that your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees for over you know, over $100, making it free to sell or flip your collection. While other sites are taking as much as 25%, you have a lot of extra money for, well, more sneakers. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. Betaline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Football is done, but we got NBA, college hoops, and we got the NHL. Betaline even has TV awards, TV shows, reality TV, they have real-time real, updated, t- real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetLine has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code ARMCHAIR. BetLine, your online sportsbook expert. Alright guys, welcome into to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. I'm Vlad Harris. Brought to you by Omchair Media. Hashtag take a seat. Happy Thursday to you guys. I recorded a podcast yesterday. And what's funny was I thought it was Thursday. It was actually Wednesday when I recorded it. And I ended up not recording it, not uploading it because, well, it just sucked. I mean, and on top of that. A lot's changed in the last 24 hours. Well, not a whole lot, but just, you know. In terms of pit hoops, which I'm probably going to start there. I was going to, you know, my previous podcast that I recorded, I started with the whole snow apocalypse thing. And, well, and then I rambled for pit, oh, about pit hoops. Which is the funny part about the whole thing. Because I was talking about how pit hoops is now, not, you know, they're, they're on a nine and nine and Pretty much have been going on a big, big skid here in the last, in this, you know, second half of the season. I mean, is this still, I mean, the way this pandemic's going on, I can't tell if it's the second half, first half of the season. They just keep, they, they, they either lose games or they add games. I don't fucking know. And I poured my coffee, so I'm good. Now one thing I was gonna talk about was how from the previous podcast was I was one thing I was mentioning about was Jeff Capel and, and his players. One thing that got Jeff Capel fired at Oklahoma was well he had Blake Griffin, his first you know he started out Blake Griffin and pretty much Blake Griffin at the time was a lottery pick, and he would make any coach look good. When Blake was gone, Cable still had some talented players, but the problem is, is he had issues coaching and managing them, and dealing with them. And At one point, you know, he was having players either leave early for the draft or he was—they were transferring. And by the time when it looked like he was he was getting things together, he was, I mean, the talent wasn't there as before, but they were playing better. And, well, if you're Oklahoma and you're spending a lot of money for a coach to bring in some good quality players, because, you know, you before Capel, you had Calvin Sampson. Well, you know, they're not going to be happy with what you're bringing in. So if they're not... Calvin Sampson quality, then that's that. And that's kind of what happened. It's kind of some of what's happening with Jeff Capel right now. He's brought in some talented players. Trey McGowan's left last year. Not sure what happened there. Trey goes. And then, of course, now Xavier Johnson goes. Two of his top, top talented players are gone. Trey, I think wanted to go play point guard in Nebraska. I think that was his issue. And maybe you know the way X has been playing at times. Maybe he had a legit gripe because with X, he's very talented, but you don't know what you're getting sometimes. You may be getting a, um, you may be getting you know a, back, you know, a lackluster performance, or you're going to get a good performance. You may, get, you, you may get it both in, in the same game. You never know. I mean... I know people are going to say, well, you know, he... um, it's quitting because he quits, you know, because he left, you know, with three games left. But... Maybe it is. I don't know. But... If... There's my thing is if there's issues now, it's probably best for him to leave, and not finish the season out. You know, get himself away from that situation, and you know, leave. You know, in that way, Jeff Cable has a break for him where he can figure things out. Pip basically still needs players. They need depth. I think eventually this team, maybe they're just they're just tired. I, I mean Justin Champagne's had a hell of a year. He was good last year too, but he probably if he's gonna be a first round pick, he's probably not coming back next year. So you're losing him as well. I mean, you, I mean we're, we're losing players to either transfer or t- the draft. And it sucks. But this season in general has been a season where you pretty much had to throw in the trash because of the pandemic. I mean, I said that with college football as well. I mean, all these teams—they got—they had to throw their seasons in the trash pretty much because you can't really ju- judge what happened. I mean, this whole thing's been a mess. And then you have—they're either canceling games, adding games. I mean, it's—and you can't even—you can't. I mean, you look at the schedule now, and you can't—you don't even know what the—you know—you <laughs> don't know who the hell, the fuck, who the hell you're playing. But overall, it sucks. That's tragic, but that's life. But I mean, you give Cape another year. I mean, he he has to he has to get players, and supposedly his recruiting classes, he's not really been adding people. I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe the pandemic's done something there, but he's got another year, and because you give that to him and. If there's no improvement, if it's the same shit, if there's no progress, then well, you probably part ways with him. But the thing is, you still got to build a roster. I mean, this—that's the thing. They got to build a roster, and they—they they really haven't. I mean, Kevin Stallings, they lost players because, well, I mean. Players either weren't good enough or they just left. I mean, they were good enough, and they left. I mean, Parker Stewart and Marcus Carr were two quality players. I mean, they were last year, they were They were exploring the draft. Uh, Marcus Carr is most likely going to go to the draft. I mean, he could have last year. I'm not sure about Parker Stewart. Uh, Parker Stewart, he's in Indiana, but he's not played. And according to Archie Miller, he's been trying to get acclimated. My thing with that is, is I think with Parker, he just lost his dad. His dad died. I think his dad passed away due to COVID. And on top of his dad passing away to COVID, losing his dad to COVID he played for his dad at where he was at and so he then he transfers he leaves that place he goes to a new place he's playing for a new coach and you know that's a lot to take in especially when you lose a parent that's a lot to take in I mean I'm sure you guys if if you listen to this if you lost a parent I mean I'm sure you probably know I mean it's You know, you're you're dealing with grief, and you're dealing with it for a long time. I mean, you know, whether it's your spouse or you know, your 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 sibling, whatnot, your best friend, you never get over them passing away. You know, it's it's a thing that always is going to hurt, and you got to find ways to to channel that. And the positive things. So, I think really that's what's, what's that's pretty much probably what's happening with Parker Stewart right now. But as for X. He gave us. I mean, he gave us some highlights. He I mean he came here when we when this program was you know after losing about every ACC game manageable the season before. I'm happy, for, I'm thankful for what he did here. I mean, yeah, there was some, you know, there was some, there was some good and bad, but that's like with every player, but I wish him well. Best for Jeff Capel, I mean, I think he still needs more time, but if next season goes really off the rails, yeah, you're probably going to have to look for somebody else. And, uh, I mean, look at the other side of it. You got Lance White that with the women's program. I mean, he's trying to build and I don't know. I mean, they they I think they've won some more games, more uh, games in the conference. I mean, they've, they've, they 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 could have won more. They've they they've lost some heartbreakers, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, fellas. Now moving on to other stuff. I mean, Big Ben is supposedly coming back next season, which is pretty obvious. I mean, the Steelers were going to need a quarterback regardless for next year. And if, and he's got to be pro-ready. So Big Ben coming back is, you know, having no problems with that because they do need a quarterback for next year. They needs need something. I mean, yeah, I mean, Ben did struggle towards the end of the season. But they won some games with him still. And they could it could win some games next year too. It just depends on how things go because Cleveland really picked up last year. Baltimore is going to be Baltimore. They're still going to be a good team. And it's gonna to start to come on now. I mean, Joe Burrow showed some rugged flashes before. You know, he's got Tyler Boyd still, and Tyler Boyd's having a hell of a, You know, he had a hell of a year last year. I mean, he didn't have over a thousand yards receiving. He caught a lot of passes, though. I mean, the guy's got in his career already. The guy's got 300, over 300 receptions. I wasn't sure how his career was going to come out. I mean, at one point I thought he was at a crossroads, but I'll hand it to him—he's done. He's done really good. I mean, he's not going to have Larry Fitzgerald type numbers, but I think Boyd's going to have a—you know—he's obviously stolen the league, and I think he's got a longer career than we thought. I mean, he, Joe Burrow loves throwing the ball, so that's good enough for me. If he wants to be a Star in Cincinnati, more power to him. But uh, Ben does need to restructure his deal because we're paying him too much money and But I mean my thing is if we're telling Heinz Ward to move on and Troy Palomar to move on and whoever to move on, we could tell Ben to move on. But I don't think we will. You know, he's you know he's had a heck of a career here. Three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl victories, and the accolades just keep, they just piled up and up. You know, 2004, obviously we needed a quarterback, and we got him, we almost ended up with J.P. Loesman if we didn't, you know, if Buffalo wasn't able to trade up. But I remember that first season when he just, we went 15-1 and we got to the Super Bowl the next year and man, it was just something else. I mean, and we went back a few years later I mean that was 2005 to 2009, that was one hell of a ride. And Ben should have won more Super Bowls than two, should have at least appeared in more than three. But in a league where it's dominant, where, where it was dominated by Peyton Manning and Tom Brad, Tom uh, Tom Brady, I'm to Tom Bradley. I don't know why. Speaking of Tom Bradley, I think he's un, I think he's unemployed now. I think. I think the Steelers dismissed him. I think. Let me look that up real quick. I think they did actually. Tom Bradley, Steelers. Oh, yeah, they did. They got rid of him. I'm not sure what he's going to do now, but... I mean, the guy, let's see, 50, he's, he was born in 56. He's 64 years old. Um, he really can't do much now. I mean, his window for being a head coach is gone, at least at the NCAA level. Division one. I mean, I'm sure he could be a coach maybe Division two or one 1AA or something like that. I'm surprised that he hasn't done that. Oh, and he's a Bishop McCourt alum. Wow, he went to the same school my dad did. My dad was my dad went to high school in Bishop McCourt in Johnstown. But yeah, he supposedly the only jobs Tom Bradley ever won was the Pitt head coaching job and the Penn State job. Uh, he had the Penn State job briefly. I don't think he did enough to uh, get the job, you know, retain that job. And I don't think they were given the job ever. anyway. I think they wanted, after what happened with, uh, well, maybe they he they would have because they kept Larry Johnson on staff. They kept another, I think, a Penn State, you know, coach on staff. But the uh, I think with James Franklin. Took over, you know, Larry Johnson was gone LJ Sr. was gone though. Now he's at Ohio State where they're winning Big Ten titles and you know, they're they're, they're in you know the college football playoff a lot. So I mean LJ Singer kind of won out. But getting back to all the original points. Eventually, Ben has to move on, but we still kind of need him. So, you know, I'll start with him for next year because we don't really have anybody that's any NFL, NFL ready to take his place. But the Steelers need to think about the draft and they need to get somebody. And, you know, it's a mixed bag. For every Deshaun Watson, there's a Mitchell Trubisky. So we'll see. And does Mike Talma stay on board? I mean, does he retire? I mean he he's won a, a whole bunch of games. I mean he really doesn't have a whole lot to prove. Does you know does Mike Talman wanna to, want to do a rebuild as well? I don't I don't know. But folks, let me tell you about eBay sneakers. Whether it's rare, dead stock, or latest release, you can find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are inspected by independent professional authenticators, so you know you're getting the real deal and not some knockoff. And it's also free to sell sneakers for a hundred dollars or more on eBay. And so while other sites are making you, uh, you know, make you pay a fee, make you give some of that money back, you can use that extra money that you're getting from eBay to buy more sneakers but also folks NHL's college basketball and NBA are still in session while well, football's gone but bet has those things to bet on they they also have awards TV shows and reality TV real uptime updated odds and props the bet on they also have to care for all the news scores and odds best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up Go now and use the promo code me and get your fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet liner your online sports book experts. Alright guys, we're at the twenty minute mark and I'm gonna end this here. Well, let me talk to you about the snowpocalypse that happened in Houston. I'll give you cliff notes to it. I think when I recorded this yesterday, it was over ten minutes and well, and I rambled for part of it. So I'm gonna tell you what's what happened here. Uh, let's see. Last Sunday night, which was the um, the thirteenth, it was Valentine's Day. Well, it it was cold. It was starting to get cold, you know, up until then. But it wasn't too bad. It was tolerable. I figured if it's if the temperature stayed around the freezing point, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But then we had a whole bunch of snow and freezing rain came down. In the middle of the night, and we were told to take all precautions with the, with our with our pipes and and whatnot. You know, making sure stuff is wrapped, making sure we had enough heat flowing through the house, and opening the cabinets underneath the sinks to make sure the hot air can go in there. Well, I woke up the next morning with no hot wa- with no water at all. So I wasn't sure if the pipes, you know, froze or not. And I know the Houston municipality said, you know, they were telling people not to run their waters. And that's what people were doing is they were running their waters to a slow drip to avoid freezing. And when the municipality said, well, if you're all going to do that, it's going to kill the water pressure. And it's basically going to kill water for everybody. And which it did because I, you know, turns the municipality shut our water off because there was no water pressure to begin with because everybody ran their water. So you're, you're you're thinking houses, apartment complexes, all these people are doing this. And for you know, for me, I was pretty much you know I was pretty much the only one that had, that still have my um, group at work that still had power. So, I was still able to log in and do work I had a cover on call i mean i did ha- I did lose power temporarily a few times, but that's because the you know they had to fix the power grid but yeah, I mean, I found myself that Monday without running water. I didn't have enough water on in stock to keep up because well, I didn't realize I was going to be out the whole weekend, whole week without water. That's how a mess this was. So Monday I had to drive out, I had to drive out to uh get water. Well, the roads were sheets of ice, you know, cause they don't have any type of if you stuff in place to salt the roads or treat them. So, yeah, I mean, I pretty much was driving on ice, and then of course you have to worry about other cars driving, because people here can't drive on, on on rain. So we had some people that were that were driving on snow, but they were flying down the road, and I don't know the I don't know the logic, but whatever. I guess they wanted to show off, or what you know. But when you when you slide, it's a little different story. So um. Kroger's was closed because somebody, you know, they obviously couldn't drive in the parking lot because the parking lot was a sheet of ice. And they drove into the entrance. So I got the Walgreens and they had water. I got three cases. Best I could do. And then I gathered some snow and stuff like that up for it to melt. But the next day, Tuesday the temperatures went up which means the all the water all the snow and ice on top of my house was uh melting so i grabbed some storage containers that i had from you know f- you know from the the garage and the you know basement you know big storage containers like those totes and i just put them underneath my uh porch and let all the and let them gather up all the rain water and yeah uh my method was mocked by some people but I had full totes of rainwater. Which means I had water to flush toilets with. And if I wanted to boil water to wash dishes and whatnot, I can do that. So, regardless, I made, with lemons, I made lemonade. Now, if you go on Twitter and you see people brag about all these nice apartments you can buy in Texas to rent and homes... You know the housing market is so superior here. You can get a nice ass house for what for maybe if you maybe you pay you know four hundred thousand at Pittsburgh and the suburbs. Oh, in Texas you can get one for half the price, maybe even less. Well, there's a reason for that. It's it's because, well, the homes aren't really insulated well and they're built cheap. I mean, I can tell you right now my home isn't insulated well. I know. When it was cold outside, I mean, my thermostat was set to seventy five or seventy four, and my temperature in the house was seventy two, and it was the furnace kept running because it had it was keep, trying to keep up. And it's like that in the in the summertime too. My temperature in the house would be seventy five. I'll have the thermostat set to seventy two, and it'll run all day to try to. It's because it's it's trying to get that temperature, but it can't because the insulation here sucks. I mean, the gun. I mean. The windows in this house are, I I swear, the original windows that he put in here from the early 80s. So, yeah, there's, you know, which means the furnace and air conditioner are always going to play catch up. Now, as far as the whole power thing goes, people here buy their, some people buy their, their, their electricity wholesale because you can buy it cheaper that way. Is basically what the market is that day. So if them so if your market is like nine nine cents per kilowatt hour, I think it's considered cheap. But um, during the um, storm, the, the demand for power went up, so there. The rate from nine cents per kilowatt hour, possibly shoots right up, I mean, they were paying, I mean, they got charged out the ass, some had bills, some got charged for over a thousand dollars in one day, and some got charged five grand in, you know, one day, and one guy had something, you know, and that's the thing with, uh, with with Gritty, when you're buying, I mean, this is a company you buy wholesale from, they say it's cheaper to buy electricity this way, but when you have a heat wave or t- like this, They will bill you by the day, and I mean, if you don't have the funds, you're better off just going something with another electricity company, getting a fixed rate. And that's why I did. I have a fixed rate because it's less stress on me, and I'll I'll just I'll just log in and I'll I'll um, I'll, um, I'll log. I'll check the you know my tracker. I'll see what you know how much electricity I'm using. And if I need to make adjustments. It's like that with my water bill too. I mean, one time, my, my, when I first moved in here, my water bill was, it went through the roof. It was over a hundred bucks. And it's because I had a toilet that kept running. And I had to go, and basically when you flush it, it wasn't sealing. So I had to fix that. And once I did that, my water bill went down dr- drastically. I mean I didn't realize how much a running toilet you know, how much of water it takes in. But yeah, that's what happened. But uh, yeah, I mean I think it back to the grocery store to get more water and because we need drinking water and whatnot and I was able to get as much as possible and But the stores here, I mean they're still bare I mean, if you're looking for water, it's definitely bare. But, yeah, I mean, people are still trying to catch up to what happened. And the schools have been out. I mean, my, my kids are going back to school today. I mean, they they, they, were at, they were technically back yesterday. But it just... People are still trying to recover from this. I mean, it's people's pipes burst in and whatnot. I mean... You know, it's just, it just was a big mess. I mean... Growing up in the northeast I never had to lose water or electricity. So be thankful for, for so be thankful guys for Duquesne Light and your water company. And for your homes being insulated. You know, be thankful for that. But definitely be thankful for Duquesne Light. I mean I know you, you know we load them at times. But it could be a lot worse. I mean, for, you know, at least for what I saw, people going days. I mean, people went days without the, without their water and electricity. I mean, that's that's just ridiculous and inexcusable. So, but i don't expect people to learn. i don't expect any lessons to be learned from this, regardless. But other than that, my kids enjoyed the snow. I mean, they they got to make snow angels, throw snowballs. Although which is funny because I was off Monday for presents day and my oldest child wakes at night. I was hoping to sleep in, but my oldest child woke up and saw the snow and he woke up everybody and they had to go out and go play in the morning, which we did. And they couldn't make the snowballs because the snow was a fine powder because it was too cold. And I told my oldest, I said, you have to wait till the weather warms up a little bit because then the snow will start to melt a little. And then you can, then you'll be able to make the snowballs and the snowman and whatnot. And, you know, it, it worked out. Anyways, guys. Um, we had one guy, one neighbor, he was de-icing his driveway, which means he was running hot water down his driveway. And the moron, the thing is, all that water he was pouring down his driveway? Well... It went out to the street and made a nice big ice a big ass ice patch. Luckily nobody got hurt and no luckily nobody wrecked. But uh yeah, I'll leave it here guys. Hey enjoy the rest of your week. Hell a pit. Talk to you later.